This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. My talk, 1071, everything entertainment, the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. What are you doing right now? Are you dreaming of robot lips? You might be, or yeah. you should be. Some people should be anyway, because robot lips are coming to town. <laughs> Just like Santa Pucker Claus. Up. <laughs> Get them lips lubricated, because mm-hmm. uh, if you're far away from a loved one, you might still be able to keep a skin-to-skin connection, at least uh, thanks to some new technology that I read about. Okay, it got me down a rabbit hole, though, and I want to take you on this journey. Okay. So, I saw a headline. I think it was on my A-L-E-X-A device. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the, whatever the screen one is, so it'll pop up, like, news stories. And normally I'm like, you know, no thanks. It'll be like, chili cheese burrito cheesecake recipe that you can't believe is true. <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I don't want that, but thanks. God. There was a story that was like, um, you know, kissing robot oh. is just around the corner. So you can stay in touch with a loved one. Robot leaps. Oh. And I was like, okay, well, actually, I want to know about this story because kind of sounds like something we'd talk about. So I went digging and I found a bunch of stories. You know how like when something hits the Internet? Yeah. And it's just everywhere, like all the radio stations and like TV channels will do like a little hit about it. Robot robot lips lips are coming to town. Everybody's going to have robot lips. You can't believe technology, robot lips. Oh, so I get to put them on. I get to have different lips. No, no. Because I think my lips are very thin. No, this is not. To fill them. This is not for your insecurity, your lip insecurity. Okay. This is like your significant under has gone on a business trip Mm -hmm. and um, he's in the hotel or she is in the hotel late at night and you guys are missing each other and he calls up and says, Dawn, I just want to kiss you. And so then you're like, okay, put on your lips. So you hook on or attach this like prosthetic <laughs> lip thing to the bottom of your phone. No, no, not my phone. And then you both go little, 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 little. And then the lips correspond. It feels whatever tongue action he's giving me. Do me a favor and click on the... Let's see. Is this the right oh. one? Yeah, the the Global Times yeah. link that I put up. No, I'm seeing a picture. Oh boy, it it it's like silicone lips attached to your phone. But right? They yeah. I really wish that they were a little bit more into it. But the, <laughs> they're just there's they're no literally tongue. like there's they're no not tongue. even puckering. They're just literally pre- like if you just press a piece of paper. Up so when lips. I saw this story, and you know, I saw it everywhere, and I was like, when things like this happen. I always feel like people get kind of lazy and they just start reporting things. And I was like, I need to know, is this even real? Because it's just something about it didn't smell right. 
So I read the story, and the story says basically, here's like an example. Are couples in long-distance relationships still frustrated because they can't kiss each other? A university in East China's Jiangsu province invented a remote kissing device allowing long-distance lovers to experience authentic feeling of kissing. They'll do this, but they won't allow their the people of their country to do Pokemon? Wow, that's a take I hadn't even thought about, but sure. But so then I was like, well... That's interesting. Also, have you met, like, the internet lately? (laughs) (laughs) Do you know, I don't know if you, I don't know where you go on the internet, but maybe I've seen things before. Okay. And there are things that are far more advanced than these lips. Oh. That can connect you to people across the world. In fact, I dare to say we've talked about them uh, in this time slot in the past. Okay. That you can connect with a partner. Oh, I understand what you mean. Yes. And it actually responds to your movements. And then mm -hmm, those movements are mm -hmm, administered onto the patient girlfriend. Kind of like I can start my, what did you say? The patient girlfriend, whatever. I'm trying to be clinical about it. Like Like, I'm concerned about your doc, your view of doctor patient relationships. (laughs) Let's say you're playing doctor. Here's your virtual checkup. (laughs) No. My point is, you know how like I have an automatic starter on my for my car. They have automatic start. They have automatic starters for your loved ones. So I thought to myself, it's weird that they're talking about robot lips in 2023 is something new and exciting. Surely this can't be the first time we've done this. Robot lips, right? Like yeah. we already have robot. You know what's? Mm-hmm. So why lips? So I googled. I know why. Hold on. First of all, why? What do you know? I think it's because the thing you're talking about is really directed with men in particular. And this appeals to women. Women like kissing more than men. Men want to. Yeah, but I think it's the women that benefit. The women benefit. But who's thinking it up? But you you think women like kissing better than this is this is designed for women. Okay, (laughs) it is. All right. You know, it's appealing and it isn't pornographic. But that's a great point. But I thought to myself, from a technological standpoint, I bet lips came before her. Right? Oh. Because it seems like that technology shouldn't be all that new and exciting. So I started Googling. Okay. And I found out this is not the first time we've heard about robot lips. In fact... There is nothing new about robot lips. We have been down this robot lip journey before. And I take you, I'm going to go back in time step by step here. I want to take you first to an article I found from 2016. There is a whole company called Lovotics, L-O-V-O-T-I-C-S, low, like love, Lovotics, like love robots. Love (laughs) robots. And sure enough, they had a kissing robot that's named Kissinger. And it Henry literally Kissinger? No, not the former uh was he Secretary of State? I think so. What was he? Oh you're know. asking me. Well I you would... brought it up. Um so Kissinger, no, it's a kissing robot. So it's like, okay, so but that was a different company and a different technology from like twenty sixteen. So this Chinese story is not new. So, but the the Chinese story, doesn't it mean that from a, like, the Kissinger, that kissing robot, was it just you walk up to it and you make same out thing. with this? Oh, it's the same thing, like from a kissing distance? Kissing from a distance. Kissing from a distance. Yep. Okay. Uh, so, because from I was very distance. careful to, like, search, not just, like, like kissing robot, because, you know, there's all sorts of weird electronic devices you can hook up oh. to a wall charger and go to town. But this was specifically, like, you and I in different places, we can kiss. 
So it's like, oh, that's interesting. So somebody else in 2016 had already developed this technology. And they've been kissing ever since. And then I came across something else from even earlier. Let's say nine years ago. What's nine years ago? 2012? And I want you to listen. So if you could play that audio, Mike. Is it the sound of kissing? No. I want... This is an example of the very same thing, kissing from a distance that I found on the internet from 2012. And it's an episode <gasps> of Big Bang Theory. Let's have a listen. Oh. I don't know about this, Howard. What? You're having trouble with the long distance lovemaking? This is your answer. There are two interfaces that simulate a human mouth. You have one, Priya has one in India. When you move your lips and tongue on yours, it transmits exactly what you're doing to hers. See, internet kissing. <laughs> It's two lips, like, oh, oh, oh. oh my gosh. Uh, try. <laughs> so literally so. years before, it's already been on an episode of Big Bang Theory. And yeah. I thought, well, where did they come up with that? Because again, who knows? This can't be the, you know, the earliest reference, again, of somebody going, hey, I wonder what we could do with two lips. So you're wondering, why haven't we had it before now? No, because I'm just saying, where did this there. come from? Oh, where, So I'm literally origin? going back in time. So we started in 2023. That's this year. Then we found out a different company is already working on it in 2016. Oh, turns out it's already been literally, if you look at the prototype that's on Big Bang Theory, it does mm-hmm. not look that far what from the that? actual thing. 2012, nine years ago. And then let's go all the way back to 2011. Oh, no. Yeah. 1956. (laughs) No, I found uh, we could go all the way back to 2011. A university in Japan had already created this. Thank you. So there's like three separate companies. And they're all competing to have no, the... and none of they've all created this thing. They've all patented oh. uh, this robot device, right? However, none of them, not one of them, has actually made a prototype into a an actual product you can buy. Okay. So even the one that was just announced in two like this year that we're now talking about, which started this whole journey I went on. Not one of them has made a product you can actually yet buy on the internet. So every time they develop the very same thing, and then it disappears and nothing happens. Well, practically speaking, you know, where's the profit? You know, I don't think people are going to be buying this. You Well, so tell me why you think that, because I will tell you that there are other things people are buying that clearly is profitable. Oh, right. Yeah. But this is a little bit too um, vanilla, I think. So it's not dirty enough. It's not dirty well, enough. Well, you can put the machine wherever you want. Uh, I mean, if you don't want it to kiss your lips, you want it to kiss your forehead. Uh-huh. Or your shoulder. Or your elbow. Well, you never know. Anyway, I thought that was fascinating. Again, 2023 goes all the way back to 2011 and literally was invented on an episode of Big Bang Theory. Man. Well, thank you for going on that journey and taking us with you. Absolutely. When we come back, Harry Sperry, there is apparently a new chapter for Prince Harry's memoir that's just around the corner. It may show up in the paperback. We'll find out and talk about uh, if we want to read it or not when we come back right here on My Talk 107.1. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my friends at Alight. You know Alight, the Twin Cities-based organization that's helping folks around the globe. Displaced persons who've 
had to flee because of war, conflict, famine, or earthquakes. In fact, we spoke to someone who's dealing with the response to the terrible earthquakes that hit Syria and Turkey. That means a light is on the ground there today, working to help folks who survived that terrible tragedy get access to things as simple as food and water, but also access to long-term shelter and try to put their lives back together after a once-in-a-lifetime tragedy. So, a light is only able to do that work because it's not just in Syria and Turkey. It's places uh, in Africa. It's places at our own southern border throughout the globe, 365 days a year, that they are able to do because of your support. To learn how you can help, head to wearealight.org today. And thank you. Lori and Julia. My talk, 107.1, everything entertainment, the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. We have to check in, of course, with the Royals all the time and see what's going on. A lot of news, you know, going on with the coronation coming up in May and just the changing of the guard, really. Well, we all enjoyed Harry, Prince Harry's book, Spare, the show. And um, I heard something might be added. Yes. So uh, allegedly, supposedly, and I don't know if this is true, but according to page six, anyway, Prince Harry is contemplating adding a chapter to spare Uh, sources tell page six. There's buzz. He may pen a bonus chapter to be included in the book's paperback release, says an insider quote. Prince Harry is already planning to add at least one chapter to the paperback version out later or uh, out later this year or early next year when hardcover sales have ended. The source goes on to say readers are eager to know uh, Harry and Meghan's feelings about the royal backlash they suffered after the airing of their Netflix documentary the publica- and the publication of Spare. So I don't know. I mean, that's just a source, but I can imagine. Um, they have more to tell that they or he has more to that tell. he would have enough to say they do. You know, they do say perhaps that um, he had thought of. A next or a follow-up book, but the source says that you know he doesn't have enough information for a whole nother book, but he could certainly do a chapter. Um, it does say a rep for Harry huffily denied he'd be including any new chapters in the future edition, telling page six via email that's not true. Okay, <laughs> but they went ahead and printed it anyway. But I, I, I'm sorry if he did. I think that would just increase sales. Um. Yeah, I people mean, that weren't willing to pl- pay for the hardcover that might be like, oh, I'm interested now. You yeah, know? well, and a lot of people probably just didn't get around to it. I mean, it obviously sold a lot of copies, but I'm sure there's a whole new audience that hasn't, that didn't catch it when it first came out, or people who forgot they bought it and then go, oh, I should read that. So um, <laughs> does that mean that... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Those of us who just listen to it will get a new audio. Well, that was my takeaway. I was like, Audible better upload my chapter. Hello. (laughs) Something tells me the way America works, that's not what'll happen. Like, you're going to be like, here's your bonus material for $2.99 or something. I don't know. Yeah, they're going to charge you for it. Uh, I would like that to happen. I mean, if you if he was going to write an additional chapter, what would you want him to address that he did not in the first book? Nothing. I'm putting you on the spot. Nothing. Oh, you wouldn't want to know anything else? I don't think else? he should do it. Why? Because he said his piece. He has said, like, this is how I grew up. This is what I experienced. This is the whole story from beginning to now. So you know how this family works, how I was raised and how I was treated poorly and why we have the response to this, like the real story behind them leaving. You know, they they've been seen as like the enemy and villains and all this thing. So he has now established the ins and outs of letting it all out there that um, they conspire against each other. Within yeah. the royal family, which is the real, real story of Spare, is that you know from his mouth, you know, from his his words, that, yeah, those things that you thought were happening actually are real. That's yeah. what made the biggest impact on me. So why do we need to know his take on their reaction? Because I doubt we see it. Like, we get to see all the tabloid stories and how they're on the Kate and William is fun campaign. I call, which it's always, oh, we're fine because they looked very uptight in the book and very rigid and just um, they're also saying, ha ha, we don't care about you. We're laughing over here and not paying attention to you. Like all of that we get to now observe on our own. So I don't really feel like I need it. If I were going to go back and ask him like, hey, there are some things that I have questions about from having read the book. I think I would ask him, I want to know who else in the family gets it. Because I just feel like he's not the only person who understands what they're all engaged in. They haven't made the same decision he made to leave, obviously. But, like, who else in the family gets it? That's the kind of stuff I want to know. Like... Sarah Ferguson. Yeah, but, like, not... She doesn't get it enough to, like, do anything about it. Well, she likes to live comfortably in the castle that she's in. Yeah. With with, Prince William. With Andrew. Andrew yeah. William. Yeah. Whoops. But that's the kind of stuff I would I would love to to hear him expound further on. Also more of the like anecdotes, the relationship that he had um and I'm not saying he's going to do this, but you know, more of the the interactions he had with people like the queen or his grandfather because I think in those, you know how like telling and sh- showing and telling are two entirely different things. And telling me that someone's a terrible person, great, that's your opinion. But showing us that they're a terrible person is a far better thing. By by that, I simply mean when he shares stories of his interactions with people, that's when you start to go, oh, God. Because you can f- decide for yourself, oh, that's not how I would choose to act. That person is, you know, terrible. When he's telling us about the interactions he's had with his brother and he's talking about the interactions that he's had with his uh, with his grandmother and like the loving sort of interactions he had with his grandmother, you know. Right. Like it's those kinds of anecdotes, I think, that were like most valuable. That's the kind of stuff I would, you know, could sit and listen for days. So more of the good stuff? Yeah. Okay. More of the stuff that's like, oh. I don't need to know like, you know, how do you, because I also just think that they're far, if I were going to criticize anything, I think that I get why they're doing what they're doing, but I think like 
I don't really want to know about like what's next and what projects are you working on? Just like go do them and we'll watch them and have our own opinions about them. But like the business side of things, I'm less intrigued okay. by. Mike, what do you think? Um, I think it would be really hard to do another one because for me, if I put myself in his shoes, all I would want to do is defend my wife. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The way that they've had such a, yeah. and I think that's probably why they're even talking about this is so many people thought this book was going to be more about Megan. the Megan and Harry. And I, and I think putting those two, uh, doing another chapter that focuses more from where they left off going forward would sell really well. Don't get me wrong. They would do great, but I would have such a hard time doing it if I was Harry, because you've had this, how many years since the end of the book reaction negatively thanks to the media, thanks to the tabloids against her, I would find it as just my own mission to defend her and be like, Hey, this is what you're hearing. This is the perception. I want to change that. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And it plays into all the criticism. Like any, Mm -hmm. the more they talk about it, the more people are going to criticize. I mean, they're going to do that anyway. And they are, it is a catch 22 because the biggest criticism for them is like, why do you keep talking? That's the reason is the reason they keep talking is because, well, I don't know if you've met, you know, the economy lately, but the price of security is pretty expensive. Right. And they got bills to pay if they're, and I can hear people out there going, who cares? That's fine. But imagine what it would be like to have zero security or protection from a world. Everyone in the world knows your face and has a very emotional reaction to your face. Right. You need security from those people. <laughs> you do. And the world. And right? the tabloids, yes. Exactly. All right, well, if he does, we'll read it. If he doesn't, we'll still talk about it. When we come back, we have to catch up with Britney. Speaking of everyone knowing your face, Britney Spears, right here on My Talk 107. I mean, she's not here, you know what I mean. We'll be right back. <laughs> My Talk 107.1. Everything Entertainment. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Welcome to the show. If you just joined us, you can always listen to the other hours on our podcast. You can find on mytalk1071.com. So, Britney mm-hmm. Spears, over the weekend, had a... Well, she had an eventful weekend, I would say. She did. She had um, her dog escaped, mm-hmm. got out, a Doberman, and um, Portia is the dog's name. This is a dog that's Sam got her to protect her from all those terrible people that are trying to infiltrate their compound. And uh, the dog got out somehow with her security standing there, ran around and said, who am I going to (laughs) bite? There is a 71 year old man on a bike. Let me go ahead and, you know, nip at his ankles. So that happened. They captured the dog and brought it back. Yeah. So um, that was the most recent thing that happened. And apparently uh, they need to keep a closer eye on their dogs. I think TMZ tried to make you think here's just one more example of Britney Spears out of control. Because the headline I first saw was Britney Spears warned by animal control. Meaning it, it just sounds very like she's being a bad pet owner. Add that to the list of things that Britney's doing wrong now, with now, her life. Now. Um, and to your, uh, or uh, I should say, as you you mentioned, the dog allegedly nipped slash bit. It was just a nip. An old man. Sources with direct knowledge tell us Brittany's Doberman Portia got out from her Thousand Oaks property Thursday and was roaming around the neighborhood. We're told at some point Portia came into contact with a man on his seven in his seventies on his bike. So I don't know what the details are about that. I will say that later Sam posted on. Uh, Instagram, thanks to a group called Dog Day Search and Rescue, 
who apparently found the dog, which seems different than the first the story as we first heard it, that mm-hmm. like they were chasing the dog, the security. But this says a, an actual search and rescue group called Dog Days Search and Rescue helped them find the two dogs calling it, quote, the best search and rescue here in Southern California. He said the dogs ran like Forrest Gump out the door, and they were five to six miles down the road. That is, yeah, dogs are fast. Yeah, If you're on foot, it's hard to, plus, it's just really hard. When your dog is scared and it's running away, I'm sure a lot of you have experienced that. It's also terrifying because you don't want them to, like, run into a car, run into, you know, something terrible. So yeah, I'm glad. So it sounds like just from the face of the story that, Everything's fine, and I don't know, uh, I don't feel like it's that unusual for dogs to have mishaps, or for owners to have mishaps with their dogs. Right. It happens. Right. It's terrifying, right? And you hope it doesn't happen, and you certainly don't want them to bite someone, but if the dog was scared and on the loose, not shocking. Right. Especially... If I were that man, though, I bet I would call an attorney. I know. And be like, hey... Do you think once he finds out it was Britney Spears' dog, like he oh, went, ow, like, I was ow, fine that's before, really bad. Uh, but I went home and I, I'm now I'm feeling sick. Chewed my leg off. <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, that sweet dog. I'm looking at pictures of Portia. Also, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm just glad everybody's okay, and I don't think it's a sign that like Britney's unhinged. Her dogs are fleeing. You know, yeah, like, they're trying to get away from her. That's going to be the next. That'll story. be the. That's essentially, I think, the tabloids just want to make you afraid what if tmz somehow summoned the dogs and have now put like uh <laughs> something the underneath the collar that's like record a recording device oh like a, oh something so they can listen in at any time to britney well maybe the old tattoo man time. Tattoo time. <laughs> well we don't need that or the old she man did it for it. us yeah the old man just happened to have a it was harvey levin yeah <laughs> That was the old, <laughs> old man. man on the bike. It <laughs> yeah. was Harvey Levin. He uh, would have gotten away with it too. No. Um, what I did want to have a conversation about, in addition to just the dog update, was we didn't get to this on Friday. I don't know why. Somehow we forgot to mention, but yeah. there was a post on Instagram, and it was delightfully cogent, well stated, and erudite. Now I know you may say so. Big deal. I'm saying on Britney's Instagram. Well, that's not always the case on her Instagram. Sometimes she says things and there's a lot of run-on sentences, a lot of random emoji use. Yeah, there. Are, the, she uses emojis as like punctuation. She loves emojis and ellipses. And I will say that, um, and everything comes in threes, whether exclamation points, periods, commas, etc. However, and there are a few of those in this, but the rest of this post was actually pretty thoughtful. And I wanted to read this to you and the audience because with all this sturm and drong about her being a mess that the tabloids are pushing, this pushes back against that. Now, she posted a video clip from the Andy Griffith show. Oh, and I didn't even think about playing the audio, but it's essentially a video of Andy Griffith talking about how newspapers or you shouldn't believe everything you read in the newspapers. Right. So that's what Brittany wanted the, the world to hear. And then she followed it up with this caption. The constant lies, and this was after, I'm now stopping to, to remind us, this was after TMZ said that, and has been talking about for at least a week, if not more, probably two weeks at this point, an intervention. Remember? Yes. There was supposed to be this intervention. It failed. 
an intervention against Britney Spears, but like the people around her caved at the last minute and it all fell apart, right? Because she's a mess. She says, the constant lies from the media and TMZ have felt like borderline harassment. It's extremely disturbing due to the fact of how incredibly important it is at this time in my life to be supported and respected. Also, the way the news has always spread lies about me is incredibly heartbreaking. I meditate over hope and excitement for my future. I have transformed my whole life with the elimination of my conservatorship, and I deserve respect. It's almost embarrassing commenting on this because of how completely outrageous what's being said is. It's my right to protect myself from the cruelty of the outside world. Here, here, Brittany. Well, that sounds great. Right? Like, it just sounds so delightfully... If you didn't see... Calm, yeah. rational, If you didn't normal. see the 500 twirling videos she's put up, yeah. you'd be like, okay. Girl just loves right. to twirl. Yeah, but <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> that is what's like, stop twirling. It doesn't... It it doesn't look like somebody who yeah. is doing anything but twirling. Again, just, I, are you planning and hoping for your future? I think you're working on twirling. Yeah, I'm a seesaw in this regard. I go up and down, back and forth. What maybe what's back and what's a thing that goes back and forth, not up and down? Uh, tug of war, uh, a, a rope. Yeah, I'm a tug of war, like that squid With game yourself. where people would fall on the ground and just like shatter into bits. Um, no, that's a little dark. <laughs> but but I go back and forth and have like. Is somebody on her Instagram trying to make her look a little unhinged? Or is this just a woman who's been under the thumb of a conservatorship and hasn't been able to make any choices for herself, expressing herself for the very first time in 14 years? So on the days that I'm thinking that it's just a girl trying to figure herself out, a woman figuring herself out, and then I read this, I think, oh, it all makes sense. She's just like having fun. And then every once in a while, she has to stop everybody and go, you guys, stop, stop lying it about me. It's none of your business and I'm fine. Right. Right. So she's happy now. Or there's somebody unbeknownst to us with fingers that are very busy. Gosh. Painting a picture about Britney. It's on Instagram. I'm saying somebody's like public that those are the days when I'm like conspiratorially thinking like they're just trying to make her look unhinged. How many videos? So these could be from the past. But They're like, just have you met up. people on Instagram? I'm not, not. It's hard to have apples to apples, right? But like, you know, people who, if we just judge them by their social media or their yeah. texts or all their inspirational quotes. Oh yeah, yeah. Don't even get me started. Pictures of their yeah. coffee. Like I just like turtles. So <laughs> everything on my Instagram is turtles. Oh, I and like, like to how use do you Snapchat up? filters. Yeah. And mm, well. Yeah, yeah, that's us. Yeah. <laughs> well, Here's the five thousandth loaf of bread I bake. I just think of the logistics also of like her getting the clip from Andy Griffith. You know, is that just out there somewhere? Was it just um, some clip that she found somewhere and just attached it? That's what I'm saying. Is that bad that I think Britney doesn't know how to? Oh my God! Now it's totally a conspiracy again. See, I go back and forth, up and down, right, round and round. I mean, to quote my friend Diana Ross, I feel like inside out. I wish that she would show us who her team is. Like she has people around her. Do you right? think there is a team? 
I I thought so. Do you mean like doing her social media? Like yeah. maybe she says, "Will you post a clip of Andy Griffith talking about how we shouldn't believe everything we read in the newspaper?" Because she saw it on you know a rerun me of TV. Andy Griffith. Yeah, me maybe she's twirling and watching me TV, and she's like, "I like that clap." She's Can like, you "Somebody, cut please." I, I, to your point, I don't because how many of you us would know how to do that from like. No, not Do you know I. How to clip video and put it up on Instagram. I know how to clip video, but I don't know how to just rip it from me TV. You know what well, I'm saying? Well, but no, like, would you know how to upload that video to your Instagram? Yes, because I have editing software. Okay, but I don't know if she does. You know, I do it because I have, you know, a paranormal team that I'm with, and yeah. we need to edit. I edit the video, so yeah. I need to learn how to do that, and so I did. But, like, does she know how to do it? Yeah. Anybody, I don't think I'm some genius or and anything. And also, that would <laughs> require is... a computer. Uh-huh. I don't think, she, I think she's posting from her phone. Yeah. Would you know how to do that from your phone without editing software? No, not from my phone. No. Do you want a hint? Yep. Tip? Screen recording. Screen recording? Yeah, you can record your screen on iPhone. You can? Yeah. There's so many things that iPhones do. I know. Do you know what else I learned? Uh, with the new update, you can uh, like take a photo of like, let's say I took a photo of Louise in our living room and I just want to cut Louise out Aww. on the new iPhone update. When you open up photos, yeah, I just click on Louise, press down on Louise in uh-huh. the photo editing app and it'll cut her. It knows I just want her and it'll cut her out and then I can paste her in like messages. Oh, I'm yes. telling you, I every time there's I've an update, I learn that. something I've, new. I have like pressed on a picture, and then it just cuts out like my head, and it has like it's like kind of glowy. I didn't know yeah. that you could like yeah click on it, and, and then, then you can copy that. You just copy, copy it, it, and then you paste it. Well, isn't that something? You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, Brittany doesn't probably know the latest updates for her iPhone. So to your point, perhaps, well, I mean, I don't either. Apparently, I wait to do the update for sometimes months. Until my phone stops working. Okay, that's because that's a great I want them habit. to work out the bugs first, and then okay. you sure. know what I mean. I understand. Or I hear like, "Oh my god, it changed my Notes app so much that I can't even use it anymore." I'm like, "Well, I'll never do the update then." Yeah, I just saw that that was a, a feature of the new update, so I was like, "Oh, I got to make sure I got my software update." It uploads while I'm in bed. Yeah, and so I don't have to worry about it. And I say I need to give permission for the update to happen. So I'll just say, I won't do it. And then I put it off, like sometimes for a year. I won't do an iPhone update. That's aggressive. Well, Well, okay. So when we come back, tips and tricks on uh, the latest software update for (laughs) iPhone, whatever, (laughs) iOS. No, we're not doing that. iOS 16.3.1. Do you know what we are going to do? We are going to let Mike spin his roulette wheel and find out what game show we're playing when we return right here on My Talk 107.1. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Hi. Oh, it's time for our game. We're so excited to find out what the wheel will tell us. Time now to play along. It's Game Show Roulette. Here's your host, Mike Ganger. It's a new week and a new opportunity for one of you two to get on a hot streak here and hot streak. Change. Good luck, Dawn. Yes, good luck to both of you. We're going to spin the wheel and find out what we are going to play. I thought you were really wishing me good luck. No, he wouldn't do that. Not in the game. Oh! 
And what we're going to play today is, uh, it's going to be called uh, Price is Right Over Under Game. Now, it's not really a uh, Price is Right game. I'm just kind of doing under the guise of Price is Right. So, um, we won't tell uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's fine. Cool. It's so fine. How, it's, how it's going to work is uh, there was a recent survey that I found really interesting about what the average American adult does. It might be, for example, I'll do one I didn't use. Uh, I might say, hey, the average American eats blank pounds of ice cream per year. Got it. And you, oh. So how we're going to do and is we we're going we're to go back and forth. Okay. And one of you will set the line. So one of you Got will it. say, I think it's uh, 13 pounds per year cool and the other one will say over and under and uh whoever oh. if if you said over and it was over you get i think the you point. just created a whole new game i think That's i did great. yes you, what i'm trying great. to do here we'll call yeah. it mike's over under there we go mike's over under game uh we just need a little theme song for it but uh so what we'll do is uh, go back and forth i flipped a coin someone call it Tails. It's heads. Oh, so, Ooh, I think that's the f- so, first time I've lost the toin toin the toin cloth. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll just make that a game tomorrow. We'll just flip a coin and see. Uh, so, Bradley, you're going to set the first line, and right. then so obviously you want to get as close to the right answer as you can because that's yeah. going to make it a harder decision for Dawn. So, okay, and uh, we'll go back and forth. We're starting it off with this: How many the average adult American reads? How many books per year? Oh, the average. So, oh God, is there a negative? <laughs> the um, average, according to this uh, research that was done. Again, this is from uh, late last week. Uh, average adults read this many books per year. What do you oh, want to set no. it at, Bradley? Okay, well, the average is an average. Mm-hmm. Uh, that not it's not a median, right? No, it's this the is average. the average. Oh, boy, yes. here we go. This is the average. It's the mean. Uh, let's see. I'm going to say the average is five. Average is five. Now, Don, this is where you will say, do you think the number is higher or lower? And it'll be your opportunity to get a point or Bradley will get it. Well, I think this is an advantage to go second. It is. That's why you're going to go second or he's going to go second next time. I see. Okay. I will say under. You're going to say under. Is it under five per year? No, it Whoa. was actually 12. Oh my god. Are you kidding? And that's again, the average. See, I this I, this is why wow. I struggled cuz I thought I think we're supposed to think it's less, but that's the average. So mm-hmm. you're telling us the average is still 12. That's crazy. Again, One a this month. this might be just people wanting to believe they read that many Yeah, a month they're like and, I have this many books. Yes. Well, I was just thinking about people maybe who aren't interested in reading that sure. there are so many people out there who I would aren't. say that I'm yeah. really I love reading and I don't read nearly as much as I would like and I would say my average would be 12 meaning mm. I, if I think I'm above average sure. I find it interesting that the average is 12 no doubt we'll move on to the next one here as uh, we've got we'll see how many we can get through I want to do an odd number just to give one of you obviously a chance to win so we'll either do five or seven we'll see uh, next one here though Don you are going to uh, set the line this time around the average American eats this many slices of pizza a year and again it's hard to it's just this is an average so oh okay Average of slices of pizza per year. 44. 44 is your answer. (laughs) Bradley, would you like to go above or beyond 44 slices of pizza? Above or below? A year. I'm going to take the under, Bob. You're going to take the under. (laughs) Under boob. uh, Is it under 44 a year? Ah! 
Dawn gets the point, and not only does she get the point, I should have added like a little... uh, Did she get the average? If she got it exactly right, I would have freaked out. But no, 46. You were so close to nailing it. Great job, Dawn. You do get the point, though. So 1-1 is our score. We move back over to Bradley. Now, again, we're playing the uh, over-under game. Uh, Average adult drives this many minutes per day. So the average adult will drive this many minutes per day. Bradley, you are setting that line. I am going to say the average adult drives, um, uh, I'm going to say 55 minutes. 55 minutes, the average American drives. Dawn, are you going uh, over or under that? Oh, this is really hard. Um, I'll say over. You're going to go over 55 minutes average. Is that correct? Oh, so Sorry, far, whoever has gone first has actually gotten the point. And Bradley, you were only off by four minutes. 51 Ooh. is the correct answer. Okay. My first answer was going to be 40. 51. But I didn't say it. All right, Don, you get to set this one. Okay. Not counting bills, junk mail, or packages, how many pieces of mail does the average American receive Per month. Okay, Again, not, not counting bills, bills junk mail, or junk packages. Mail or packages. Zero. Oh, boy. How many pieces a month? How many pieces of mail per month, not counting those three? Oh, my gosh. Oh, what do you think? This is really hard. I would say one. One. All right. And again, well, we are... Uh, I can't go under. You can't well, go under. So, uh, is yeah. it over? Yes. You're going to go over? Yep. It's either one and Don gets the point, or it's over and Bradley gets it. Is it over one? Wow! It was actually two. Oh my God, two! Yeah. Oh I mean, man, is Grandma writing you twice a month? Yeah, I no, know. because my grandmother's dead. Thank you. Oh well. All right, Don, you need to Killed put a little. Grandmother. You need to put a little run together here. Bradley has a, uh, a three Slightly. to one lead here, so okay. we need you to get these next two, and then we'll go to the sudden death one. If Come we can. on, John. Average American uses the bathroom this many times a day. <laughs> oh my gosh! And I'm we just had Don set the line. Oh, yeah, either am I? And uh, Bradley, mm. you are first. You get to. Set the line this time. Oh, I'm setting the line? Oh, that's yeah. right. Okay. Uh, so I'm not the average, but I would probably over, like, I, I stretch that average. So how many times an average person goes average to the bathroom? Average American uses the bathroom this many times a day. It doesn't specify what they're doing in <laughs> there. It one, just two, says, yes. Or any of the above. It's all of the above. Or hiding or from three. children. Um, and by the way, just to add some suspense, if you get this exactly right, you'll win the game. I'm going to say... Four. Four. Would you like to go over or under four, Don? Over. It's absolutely over seven is oh! the correct answer. All right. So, Don, if you get this one right, then we go to sudden death. Here we go. We got time for this. How many hours a day does the average American watch TV? Don, you are setting the line. Average an hour of hours per day, the average American watches television. Ooh, I would say... I would say two and a half. Two and a half hours. Bradley, are you going over or under two and a half hours? I am going over, Bob. If it is over, Bradley is our winner. If it is under, we are heading to sudden death. Is it? (laughs) I'm so pregnant. (laughs) Over two and a half hours. Sorry, wrong one. 
Hey, oh my god, it was a roller coaster of emotion. I marked him incorrectly. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> I just oh. I just loaded some of the new prices right sounds and I, I was like <laughs> marked them wrong. That's the tuba for yes. sure. So no. what was it? What oh, what was, was it? Three hours and fifty five minutes. Oh, See, my I knew gosh. most people watch way more TV yeah. than we do, okay. and we Which think we watch a wow. lot of TV. Yeah. Okay. So congratulations. Good game. I liked it. Thank you. Congrats, Thanks for that, Bradley. Mike. What did Dawn not win? Oh, you did not. <laughs> yeah, do uh, I get a consolation prize uh, like a can of corn? Of course you do. Bradley's the winner, but we only have winners and consolation prize winners. Dawn, you're going home with this. Oh, nope. You can only see or hear from your friends and families, but you can't really touch them. With Kissinger, you can actually have a. You've just won a Kissinger long distance kissing device. You can kiss the robot. It's just a prototype, but it's all yours. Great. Now, I. I, Yeah, that's fantastic. It's look at the time. Look at the time. Hey, speaking of kissing robots, Lori and Julia are up next. They're not robots, but they do like to kiss. I've never kissed them, but I hear. Anyway, I'm going to stop talking. They're going to take over from three to six. We'll be back tomorrow on the adventures of Brad. Bradley and Dawn. Bye!